0: Hey everyone, it's Sanira here. CEO School is officially part of the HubSpot Podcasting Network. We're now part of a family of shows designed to help professionals listen, learn, and grow by providing access to the world's leading B2B podcasts like the Gold Digger Podcast hosted by Jenna Kutcher. The Gold Digger Podcast helps you discover your dream career with productivity tips, social strategies, business hacks, inspirational stories, and so much more. I recently enjoyed listening to Jenna share 12 personal boundaries she set up for herself, and that you can also borrow to protect your own peace, whatever that looks like to you. Listen to the Gold Digger podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers to Wind Down Wednesday today. I'm your host, Sanira Madani at CEO School, and I was literally in the studio right now preparing for what am I teaching next in the next topic? Wine is flowing. It's the evening. It's Friday night is when we're recording. And you know what? I'm going to do something a little bit different today. I am not going to teach anything. I know. I know, I know, I know. It's not the norm. It's not what you're here for, but let's give it a shot. I kind of just want to catch up today, fill you in on what's been going on in my CEO head, what's happening in life, the hurricane that just passed. I finished filming today of a docuseries. I have like a big, cool announcement from the CEO of like LinkedIn and HubSpot. So I want to give you guys updates on that. And then maybe, I don't know, just talk about mom life, House of Dragon, I'm watching right now. So we've got 15, 20 minutes and I wanna give you an update. So where do we begin? So first I wrote down hurricane. That was crazy. I've survived, survived I've been through, I don't know, over 20 hur 20-ish storm hurricanes in my in my Floridian life thus far. And every time it happens, you're like you feel like, okay, it's just another one. We know how to prepare ourselves and this time, when Ian came, I thought it was going to be, you know, um, a category three, which we've been through. But this one was, it was definitely really hard. And kind of even just the concept of entrepreneurship, it comes back to, I told you I wasn't going to teach, but here it goes. I do think that, I mean, Ken, like, you can't control everything, right? And that's the hardest part about entrepreneurship and life in and of itself is we can only control what we can control. So we can be as prepared as we want to be, you know. But when shit happens, it does. You Sometimes you get punched in the face. And honestly, since 2020, I feel like it's been a series of getting punched in the face for all my entrepreneur friends out there. You talk about the pandemic. Then you have every fucking version of the pandemic, and then you think you're over it, and then there's Omicron and Delta and every variant, and life is, air quotes, back to normal, and then no one wants to come back to the office anymore, which is kind of cool sometimes, because you're like, oh yeah, I kind of want to work from home too, but then you don't see, there's like lack of productivity across your teams, then you're getting everybody back from like a hybrid working environment, then you have great resignation that takes place, another punch in the face, and then you have things like that, you're like finally feeling back at rhythm and it's, it's just different. Like life is just really, it's, it's, uh, I guess the word I'm going to use is, um, exciting in its own way. And you've got to really roll with the punches. And again, going back to like hurricane preparedness, right? Like we've, we've been through it before, but as a business owner, you're like, great. It's end of quarter. It was end of month. Right. And it literally was the last three, day, three days of the month that I just shut down the office again. And, uh, of course, like you have that thought from a business, but then, you know, I'm a good leader. Think about my team always. And so it's important to, you know, make sure everyone's prepared and and ready for it. But I did not think that the aftermath was going to be as bad as it was in Orlando, especially. But we got hit pretty hard. Um, we're safe and well. So our family and our home and um, is we're so lucky, but we had so many Many of our team members and friends and family that their homes were flooded uh, and it was just a, a really hard last two weeks, just Orlando, just settling back to normal again um, and just supporting our teams however best we could. My neighborhood was a complete shit show as well. Like we literally had, I live in a, I live right north of downtown and uh, there's a lot of like cobblestone streets and um, just old pavement and pathways and there's a ton of lakes and the lakes pretty much just took over everyone's like whoever was near any body of water I mean flooding in their homes but then like our the pavement um, like in front of our all our neighborhood um was gone and um it was just really disruptive and hard and my mom actually accidentally drove her car into the lake after the hurricane so after it happened. So not during the hurricane, it was like Friday, everything's all settled. And pretty much the lake is like in our street, but where we were, we're at the highest elevation point of, of our neighborhood. And so we were so lucky that literally nothing happened uh, besides just like fences and leaves and trees blown out, but, um, no flooding in our homes itself. And my mom was, she left on Friday and, uh, was driving home and then decided that she saw it was late and she couldn't see. And there were cones. So to whoever's defense, like they did put cones saying that like the water, you know, there's a lot of water here. She decided to drive through it and then drove through it and her car was stuck. And so her car got stuck and she's literally calling my husband, who is her favorite person in the entire world. And our family's like, well, you know, 911 call, I guess, because why call 911 when you can call Faisal Madani? So I'm sitting in bed. It's Friday now, and <laughs> I'm looking at Faisal's like Apple Watch is like charging. Carlos is laughing here right now. So, so Car- so so Faisal's Apple Watch is buzzing nonstop, like it's just like going off. And I see Shama, like my mom's like Shama. I'm, like, why is mom calling? And she calls him all the time for like the most like random shit all the time too. And she does live across the street, so. She's right there. So the phone's ringing, 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 or her his Apple Watch is like buzzing. So I like lean over and I pick up the phone and I, I feel so bad. It was like, I was like, what's up? And she's like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck so I can hear it on the watch. And I'm like, OK, what's going on? So I run outside to grab the phone. And uh, she's like, I'm stuck. The water's coming in. The water, I'm like, where are you? She's like, I'm in front of the house. So she's literally st- stuck. And mind you, she drives a Lincoln Aviator. So she's not driving like a small car. Uh, but the water's, like, flooding her car, and I'm like, call 911, and, like, Faisal's on his way, and so we were, like, literally all – and she's, like, she's literally in front of in front of the house, and her car's stuck We had to get it towed. We got her out, but poor woman. She was, like, so shook and shaken she doesn't know how to swim, and then for, like, the last, like, week, she's had nightmares of, like, crocodiles and – And feeling like there was going to be, like, alligators that were going to come get her. But Mama Shama is A-OK. Her car, not so much. And then we also realized that as a family, we need to have, like, a series of emergency, like, what to do in an emergency conversation. So I definitely need one of those, like, break glass things that you never think you need. We've all got to have one of those things in the car or, like, safety things in the car. But I think as a family... Like, we should all be having, like, what to do in case of an emergency because obviously my mother didn't call anybody else besides, like, Faisal nine times. Like, call 911, first thing you do. And then if no one's answering, like, maybe try calling, like, the other people on your favorites list besides Faisal. So if anybody needs, uh, you know, any emergency support, you know, I can leave Faisal's phone number in the show notes and he will find a solution to to serve you. Uh, and get you out of your emergency. But hurricane was there. We've all survived Orlando's air quotes back to normal again. And it's amazing, honestly, how the city picks up stuff so fast. Like Thursday, the hur- it was like Wednesday, the hurricane came through Thursday. And by Saturday, I feel like m- most of the major, you know, trees that had fallen were gone. Most of like the lakes were pumped out. So it's amazing to see when people like get into action to figure it out of how how the whole system works. But um, it was pretty it was pretty quick. So we're back and then we were back in office. But definitely, our you know we we're out of office again for for three to four days. Which for you know when you think about it from a business standpoint, because this is a business podcast at the end of the day. So when you think about it from a business standpoint, the larger you scale, like every single day matters. Right? So the way that I view that's why like I always speak in quarters is because quarters are so important for me. And I even know it as in terms of like selling days. Right? So I've got 90 days in the quarter. I have X amount of selling days per month. I've got to maximize every single selling day that I have. So it is um it's always a distraction, but what can you do, right? And it's not like the you know, your investors and your, you know, there when you're when you take money from investors like I you know, one thing I will say is I I could say, oh, great. It's not – it's for my pocket. So I can, you know, live with less revenue. I still got a plan to hit, right? That's like what – it's my board plan. Like I still have to hit the plan. So it doesn't matter if there is a pandemic or a fucking hurricane or something else that comes through. We've still got to do what we have to do. And so um, we figure it out and we execute. So we're just – recalibrating some of our end of year plans. And that's why it's so important for you for those that have are thinking about investors or are thinking about investment. Like it's not up to you anymore. Um, you have a partnership. So it's not like I'm, you know, your investors aren't your partners and they're definitely they're also going through similar things. So they're understanding. But at the end of the day, as CEO, the buck stops at you, buck stops at you when it comes to all of it. And including your team, like everything else that comes in the aftermath or the pre-math, right? Safety and thinking about team members and evacuation and all the other things that take place during any sort of emergency. So here was another one with the hurricane. I've lived through it with the pandemic over the last three years now. I would say that nothing seems to surprise me anymore as an entrepreneur. And over this last, I would say since 2020, it's been the hardest it's ever been to be an entrepreneur because I was an entrepreneur prior to 2020 as well and scaling a company and fundraising and building a co- like our business was probably you know 25 million in recurring revenue at that time like now it's 125 so at a different scale but still significant amount of a like of a business like 100 team members probably I had when we had to go when pandemic hit. But the level of pressure now in this ever-changing environment of it's constantly changing, um, it's different. It's been a lot harder in this post-pandemic world. I want to say and empathize with. So, if any of you ladies have, or men, if you have, if you're a man and you listen to this show, can you DM me? Because I just want to know. I feel like I I don't know. I feel I don't think that you're here, but some of you surprise me. Um, but if you are, do let me know. We are welcoming of everyone, I will say so. But to my ladies, um, if you are, if you have, you know, whatever questions you do have on what it's like post uh, post pandemic, or if you're struggling with what to do with, like, you know, just in this environment, or any any surprise that comes your way, I'm here for that surprise. I've been through it. I feel like I've been through almost every style of surprise in 10 years of entrepreneurship. And I think the exciting part is like nothing surprises me anymore. And and it's not that it gets easier, you just get better. I think that that's what happens in in entrepreneurship. It's October, and that means you're probably in the final stretch of your fiscal year. And in this macroeconomic climate, you're also probably thinking about how to best optimize budgets and scale operations in 2023. But you don't want the best probable solution to deal with whatever comes next. You want the best solution, period. Whatever stage your business is in, HubSpot's CRM platform is ready to scale with you at the flip of a metaphorical switch. With totally customizable hubs, HubSpot has thousands of apps that you can easily integrate, use, or get rid of whenever you need them or don't. Plus, transparent costs and an intuitive interface means that there are no fancy frills for us to hide behind. That's because HubSpot isn't here to probably grow your business. It's here to help your business grow, period. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Running a business is hard. Managing employees is hard. Getting customers through the door is even harder. But getting paid shouldn't have to be. This is where Stacks Payments is here to help. As an intuitive platform for invoicing, recurring billing, in-person, as well as online payments, Stacks is a one-stop hub to get you paid. What's even better? Stacks has one flat fee for the month instead of percentages you can't understand. Stop spending time tracking down customers or payment tools that fail on you. Set your automations up with Stacks Payments today. As CEO and founder of Stacks and CEO School, it's been my mission to support female leaders, founders, and CEOs. With Stacks, I'm able to do so by providing fast, easy, and affordable way to process payments every day for you. But we weren't supposed to be teaching today. We we're supposed to be talking about House of Dragons and an update. So Hurricane Happened, check. I'm checking that off my list. Number two, the docu-series. I am so excited. I'm going to my first premiere in LA. I've never been to like a, like a TV premiere show premiere. And uh, I'm a star. It's going to be so cool. I'm like so excited. I have super been downplaying it as I do almost everything in my life. And I downplay everything in my life because everything that I touch is very becomes very successful, which is I'm really proud of. But also, it causes a lot of attention, right? And it makes me look distracted and unfocused. And I'm trying to show that I'm focused because I am focused on all the right things. I mean, it's Friday afternoon, and I'm here right now. Post everything, but the docu series I'm so excited for. Um, we had the um, we had. I'm sure you've heard of this company, uh, LinkedIn, and HubSpot. And HubSpot is a you know sponsor of our podcast, but that's not how this whole thing happened anyway. But just by coincidence, I'm a huge HubSpot fan. Obviously, I use LinkedIn, huge fan of LinkedIn. But they had reached out, and they're uh, creating a docu series called Spiraling Up, which are these short story episodes, docu series, right? A series of episodes on entrepreneurs. And it's about the journey of – and they call it Scaling Up because – or Spiraling Up, sorry, Spiraling Up because that is what it's like to scale to the top or it's like a spiral. It's not linear. And so they are sharing – they kind of followed me around for what felt like a month of my life, but it was about three days and filmed various parts of like pretty much showcasing – my journey and showcasing my story. And I'm one of like, I'm the final episode of the series and the unicorn of the series. So they kind of show entrepreneurs at all these different stages and journeys. And uh, the docu-series is going to uh, air um, in a couple of weeks. I wish I knew the exact date, um, which I will have to look up because this is how crazy busy sometimes I am. that I don't even know the dates of important things that should be important. I just don't even know because there's so many things happening. So it's going to it's gonna air in November, I believe. I'm going to head to LA for the premiere of it. I'm taking the girls. We're going to watch it on the big screen. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going to wear to the premiere. I feel like it have to be like cocktail red carpet. It's not like the Emmys or anything, but I will be meeting the CEO of LinkedIn. I'm going to be meeting the CEO of HubSpot or the co-CEOs of HubSpot. And I'm a huge fan of Dharmesh Shah, um one of the co-founders of HubSpot. Um he's awesome. He's like this amazing um entrepreneur and he's Indian and I'm just like obsessed with all the things that they've built at HubSpot. So I'm really really excited to meet them and to see this episode that is going to be about my life and uh, what it was like behind the scenes filming it. It was it was cool. It was like they had like a a camera crew that They said it wasn't going to be distracting and it's going to be, like, really natural. It was definitely not. There's like, a camera – a film crew just, like, following you around. Definitely felt like keeping up with the Kardashians and, like, my family was, like, on a reality TV show. And I don't even know what pieces are going to make the episode or what's not. But they pretty much just followed me around from, like, the moment I woke up to I went to bed three days later. And so that included stacks and – I was definitely on CO school workshops at some point so maybe some of you might be um you know semi featured on the the episode we were in um you know we were in the office it just time with the family we had a last day namaste where like my mom was cooking for the office so they got like a bunch of stuff so it was a full 3 days of my life and so um I'm really excited to see it, and I can't wait to share it with all of you. It's a really big deal, and I honestly don't even know what's going to come of it. Like, half the times I say – I don't say yes to everything, but sometimes when I do say yes, it's not for a goal. Like, I'm pretty strategic about certain things, but sometimes it's just because I have a good gut feeling, and I just love the brands that and what they were trying to showcase in the story. So I said yes, and this is the first time I've said yes to any sort of, like, TV – style, um, opportunity. And I've received a few of them in the past, but I'm excited to see what this one, like what happens with it. Or if there's like, I don't know if it's going to be on a network or not, but it's definitely going to be premiered and you'll see it. And it's going to be all over the LinkedIn and HubSpot network. So I can't wait for you guys to have it. And hopefully you guys get, you know, just as excited, um, as I am. And this is the first time sharing about it. So it's here, it's happening. And so that was the filming happening as well. And then lastly, I've been really trying to kick up my health journey. And although you see a glass of wine here today, I am recording Wine Down Wednesdays, and it is Friday night, so it's only appropriate that I have my glass of wine. Recording this, it's not a Wednesday. I batch record these episodes. Shocker. Um, I think actually one of our, um, one of our board members or investors was like, "Is Snura spending time or whatever? Like, when is she doing this?" And like, one, I stay focused, but two. Like I don't sit here and record like what shows up on social media in every single clip. It happens all together at one time, so we we bash through episodes, but it is Friday night, and something that i'm I've been working on is health and wellness, as I always am. And so maybe for another episode, if you guys enjoyed this like casual Wind Down Wednesday chat, I'll share kind of what's happening in my health routine, what are some of the things I'm working on. But I've been really, really great coming back post-Europe on working out. I've been doing F45. I've been doing three-mile walks. Like I go for a walk almost daily, if not every other day, at least two miles a day just in the evening to get more movement in and hit my step count. So I've just been trying to move more and trying to eat protein. That's like another thing that I'm trying to do is like be more balanced about about, you know, just health and and wellness. And I'm not seeing any progress on the, you know, where I want to see it. But I think at this point, I'm just trying to just stay healthy. I think the goal isn't I don't have any like it's not the same anymore as it was in my, you know, my 20s now in my I guess I'm in late 30s, mid 30s. What's 35, Carlos? Mid 30s. Okay, so there you go. Mid 30s. Uh, But it's definitely harder and working on that. So I feel like that's also happening. And lastly, the last catch up is I am totally watching House of Dragons. So if you guys want to leave me now and never listen to another episode again, that's totally cool. And I swear it's so good. Like I was never a Game of Thrones. I'm not a TV person. You all know this about me. You've been following me for years. I do not watch television. I rarely watch TV TV. And when I was pregnant with Mila, Faisal was traveling a ton. He was always traveling back and forth to China at that time. And I had like whole weekends where I was solo and pregnant. So I wasn't doing anything that my friends were doing. And he was like, you have to watch this TV show. And I'm like, every time I watch you watch this TV show, all I see is a lot of boobs and a lot of gore and not into any one of those things. So – um, I'm into some boobs, but not that much boobs. So I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to watch this. This sounds obnoxious. And I gave it a shot because every single person in my office was obsessed with Game of Thrones. And then on Monday morning, you know, everybody would come to the office and just be talking about Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones. And I know you, you know, you don't live in Iraq. And if you're like, oh, I'm not going to ever watch something like that. I was the same person too. Okay. So I feel you. I feel you so hard. I was not – I'm not into mystery or whatever the the genre is called, uh, uh, fantasy. I think it's called fantasy. I'm not into fantasy. Uh, not not at all what I was into. And I watched it and I caught up. I probably watched like four seasons, which is a lot to watch for Game of Thrones, especially the earlier episodes. But I caught up and I, I watched it and I kid you not, I have become – like it was everything. Um, and it was just – it's not about – you have to kind of avoid the – you don't have to avoid. If you like it, awesome. Good for you. No judgment. If you like the sex and you like the gore, that's awesome. Not for me. But the storylines are truly so remarkable and addicting. And you like – the characters are amazing. And it's a an intense show. So it's not one of those TV shows that I can watch and it's like, oh, I turn off like, you know, you're watching like a, you know, Beat Bobby Flay on – on Food TV Network, which I love Bobby Flay, right? So those are kind of like my two categories of of TV right now is Food TV Network or or, or Game of Thrones. But Game of Thrones was wonderful. And they just released House of Dragon. So every Sunday, Faisal and I, after we put the kids to bed, it's like the thing I look forward to all weekend is House of Dragon, And it's amazing. It's really, it's again, gory again. But I close my eyes. I swear to God, just close your eyes. And I, you have to also close your ears because sometimes the the scenes are are there, but it's a really, really, really good, um, a really great show. So I'm obsessed with House of House of Dragons. Um, if you're into Game of Thrones, let me know because I feel really weird sharing that, but why not? Happy Wind Down Wednesday. That's what's been happening in my world. The series, The Hurricane Just Passed, and I'm watching House of Dragons. If you enjoyed today's show, and if you did not enjoy today's show, that's cool too. Let me know so I don't do any more of these because um, I do love to teach, but you got some teaching moments in it, but I do want to update you on all the great stuff that's happening. So cheers, and uh, happy Wednesday, and let me know what you think, and uh, send me a DM in my DMs today. I'll see you next week at CEO School. <laughs> Running a business is hard. Managing employees is hard. Getting customers through the door is even harder. But getting paid shouldn't have to be. This is where Stacks Payments is here to help. As an intuitive platform for invoicing, recurring billing, in person, as well as online payments, Stacks is a one stop hub to get you paid. What's even better? Stacks has one flat fee for the month instead of percentages you can't understand. Stop spending time tracking down customers or payment tools that fail on you. Set your automations up with Stacks Payments today. As CEO and founder of Stacks and CEO School, it's been my mission to support female leaders, founders, and CEOs. With Stacks, I'm able to do so by providing fast, easy, and affordable way to process payments every day for you. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO School and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag, so don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.